Welcome to the Vancouver Boys Podcast. The Vancouver Boys are the most entertaining sports cast in British Columbia. Steve Dangle here. I love the Vancouver Boys. It's the Vancouver Boys Podcast. Hey, and welcome back to the Vancouver Boys Podcast. This is going to be a very different episode that you may be used to. Uh, I am your host this week. I'm Jake, and I am joined by one of the Vancouver Boys. Marcus Keller is back. Here he is. How's it going, everybody? (laughs) Uh, Bit of a month for you. We've been off for a few weeks. We've all been kind of going through some crazy stuff in our lives, but uh, none more so than Marcus, our co-host. I think today we kind of wanted to give you guys a bit of an idea of what's been going on in our lives, um, why we've been away for a few weeks, and uh, what the plans are moving forward, as well as we'll touch on some other hockey-related stuff. Yeah, but like you said, this won't be a typical episode. Obviously, there's no Tyler, there's Mm -hmm. no intern, we're not even in the studio today. Yeah, Um, no. (laughs) We're just recording this off of a phone. Yeah. It'll be a little bit different, but uh, yeah, we just wanted to, you know, get something out there, and uh, I know I've got a lot of questions to answer, and yeah. and we got a lot of hockey to talk about. That so. we do, yeah. Like Marcus was saying, this is going to be a very different episode. Like he said, we are not in studio. We're, <laughs> we're recording from his house, because he's on bed rest. Uh, he's now officially out of the hospital. I am, yeah. Um, but I guess we should probably touch on what happened, uh, just so that we can kind of fill people in. Yeah, uh, first of all, I I appreciate all the support. We had tons of uh, listeners uh, reach out and people from uh, my TikTok to a a lot of people reaching out. And of course, I'm okay. I know I got in some trouble. I guess I made some jokes on TikTok that didn't land too well. (laughs) There were some people that were genuinely concerned for my life. Mm -hmm. I mean, at the very beginning, I was too, but it's all fine now. Uh, Yeah, basically, just at work, had a a bit of a scare where... um, I passed out and we couldn't really figure out why. Once they brought me into hospital and got me hooked up to all the machines, they determined that my heart likely stopped for about 30 to 40 seconds. So you said that it happened at work. Yeah. Can you like run us through a little bit more on like what what was going on at work? Were you working on the side of the road or like what was going on? Yeah. So, I mean, again, I don't really want to disclose where I work, but the, the situation was I was getting out of a truck that we were working in and I had to go get something from our warehouse. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, as soon as I got out of the truck, I, I, another guy was driving the truck. I was just a passenger. And when I got out of the truck, I felt like a bit of a pain in my chest and I wasn't sure what it was. And I went to go walk to the warehouse. And as I was walking, the pain just kind of kept getting subtly worse and worse. Once I got in the building, it was like I was just at the point where I was about to say to someone, hey, I think I need help. And the next thing I knew, I I was on the ground and people were calling to call 911 and getting medical attention and stuff. And uh, Yeah, and they took me to hospital and that's when they hooked me up to all the machines and they noticed there was something pretty wrong with my heart rhythm. So... I then had a 24-day hospital visit. Yeah. I've like, I feel like I've never been in hospital for more than a couple hours. And most of that time is like in the waiting room. So yeah. like, what was it like being in the hospital for that long? Uh, it, it was pretty crazy. Um, I was really lucky. The, the staff and everyone there was amazing. I was, in, I was stuck in emergency for the first three days while they waited for a bed to be available. And then once I got my own private room, I was there for the next 21 days. But it was, it was weird for me, too. I haven't been in a hospital since I was four when I fell out of a tree and concussed myself. But 
that was uh yeah so that that was weird when i was going in there like where's your medical history it was like that is my medical history they were like okay. no that that can't be right it's like no seriously like yeah. yeah it was it was surprising and i mean people were surprised that it happened to me of all people like a young in you know okay shape but like <laughs> still like i'm not i'm not exactly the poster child for uh heart conditions mm-hmm. so Anyway, they have now installed a heart or implanted a heart monitor into my chest. So if something goes wrong again, the doctor should be able to know exactly what it was and they'll be able to treat it better next time. But for the time being, I'm out of hospital and I'm, I'm enjoying that. Yeah, it's good to have you back, you know, well, recording the podcast, but also just like back to normal life a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. What does that mean for your hockey career? Oh, that's going to be on hold for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Gonna, yeah, I think my, uh, at least I get to keep my face-off circle stats, so <laughs> I, I've got that going, but yeah, the doctor said it's going to be at least six weeks before I get back out there, and possibly longer, but we're we're hoping six weeks. The tough thing is going to be driving. I can't mm. drive for six weeks. Mm. I haven't, and I already haven't driven for the last three. I don't think I've gone a week without driving since I was 15, so <laughs> that, that's going to be uh, tough. Yeah, no kidding. Anyway, this whole situation is just wild. And, you know, obviously I, I found out when you were in hospital and like immediately I was like, holy shit, yeah. you know? And then as the time, you know, days turns in, turned into weeks, it's just like, you know, I think everyone was kind of on the same page. It's like, you know, how serious is this thing that we're looking at? You know, is is this something that's going to, you know, change your life forever? Or is this something that you can kind of, you think you can get over? Well, that, that was the scary thing was for the first 10 days, we didn't know because I was waiting for a test. Mm-hmm. And even though they said my, my heart rate was all over the place, like it would rise and fall while I was just sitting there doing nothing, which they said is uncommon, I was stable. So I wasn't a medical priority. So they were rushing people in to get these tests that I needed bef- because they were higher priority. So the first 10 days was pretty... I spent basically 10 days just waiting for my heart to stop again because yeah. we, we didn't know what was going to happen. But once I got the test, they kind of determined what they thought was the best option. After that, it was fine. But it, it's something that should not affect the rest of my life. They said that's that's their number one priority, is making mm-hmm. sure that, you know, I'm, I'm a young guy and that I can get back out there and live my life normally. So I should be able to do that. Yeah, well, speaking on getting on with your life normally... Uh, what do you say we get into some some podcast related conversation? I am ready to do that. A good old fashioned Canucks update. <laughs> Let's do it. I was gonna say too. We need a sound for that in the future. Sure. I know we we have our like intro. What a goof. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that could almost be the Canucks update. Yeah. But right. We we gotta find something for that. Yeah. We got something stupid. We could get like the goal horn. Well, that's not accurate. We got like opposing teams' goal horns. <laughs> puck hitting the post. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good. We'll, we'll get something. We'll get sure, something yeah. going. Season three. Watch out for that. Season three. Season three. Which is like a month away too. Yeah, I think the the puck drop on the season is typically the first week of October. Yeah, so that would be the first episode of season three then. That's what, and we have some plans. Oh, many plans. Yeah, keep keep an, keep an eye out. Watch yeah. the Instagram. Yeah, if you don't follow us on Instagram, <laughs> follow us at Vancouver Boys Podcast because we got some ideas and things cooking. So keep an eye out for that. That's right. Yeah. Uh, now, in a weird twist this week, Jake is going to do some of the Canucks update because it, one thing I didn't mention too that uh, uh, surgical implant I got 
that was this morning. So <laughs> I, uh, I've basically just been on bed rest all day. I haven't checked my phone at all. So I actually don't know what's going on. So this is going to be Jake telling me what's going on <laughs> and me hoping that that doesn't cause my heart to stop again. <laughs> yeah, let's give that uh, old machine a good old <laughs> test run. <laughs> yeah, they're monitoring this at the hospital like, what the fuck is this guy doing? <laughs> How is his heart rate already above 180? <laughs> Uh, all right, so I guess let's let's jump into it. So the first thing is is how well versed are you in the JT Miller situation? Uh, I didn't know there was a JT Miller situation. Well, is there a new one? Like, okay, from no. Before I went just, in hospital, just give me an update on how much you know of like what's going on with his the, signing. The, the last thing I heard was that they they were nowhere near uh, a signing, and something about that the Canucks are prepared to start the season with him. But if they don't have a contract by um, the trade deadline, they were going to trade him. That that is the last piece of news that I, I remember. Yeah. So basically, it was they offered him either one or a few different versions of the contract, and he said, you know, they're not even close to what he's looking for. Yeah. Okay. Right? That that doesn't shock me. Yeah. And then so here's the update to the story, which I don't think you're aware of. Okay. So the other day he went on the uh, Drop in Gloves podcast. I don't know if you're familiar with that one. It was with the competition. Yeah, I see. Right? right. Well, when he wants to come on a real podcast, <laughs> he can let us know. Uh, at any rate, so he went on this podcast and he was asked about playing in Vancouver this year. Mm-hmm. And uh, among other things, one of his responses was the following. If I don't score in the first game of the year, they're going to want to light my jersey on fire. Whoa. Scathing review of Canucks fans, to say the Jesus. least. I mean, yeah, that that's tough. If I'm, I'm sure a lot of players feel that way, right? It's a it's a market. I know we rip on Toronto for stuff like that a lot, but it, all, all passionate hockey markets that happens, right? Toronto is mm-hmm. just known for being a bit worse. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this is a big market. It's a passionate one, and unfortunately, while of course I do not feel that way, yeah, there are likely a lot of fans that do, and, and it sucks because you don't see that as a fan as much, but as a player, it, it's all you see, right? You see the negativity. And uh, that sucks if he feels like that's the way he's being treated here because that's obviously never how I've felt about him. I've been on and off the trade him mm-hmm. wagon, but that's not because of him. That's because of the direction of the team and his value. Yeah, exactly. That mm-hmm. That's for different reasons. But no, I've always liked and respected him. I just mm-hmm. And I'd love them to get a contract done. But mm-hmm. uh, obviously it is not looking hopeful right now. I think he's in such a unique position right now because he's kind of sitting in between two different places where, you know, there's Canucks fans who just want the team to do well. Right. And I think they've got the best team they've had since 2012, I want to say. Okay. Uh, going into next season. Uh, you know. Yeah, their top six, if you're still including Miller, yeah, is of course. unreal. Yeah. 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 Go, going into the 2022-2023 season is the best team they've had in a decade. Yes. Right? I would agree with that. Um, and so there's Canucks fans who are like, yeah, let's, let's, you know, let's go as hard as we can. Let's go for the cup. Mm-hmm. Then there's another portion of Canucks fans who are thinking about it from a business perspective. Yeah. The worse year Miller has, the less he's going to be worth on the open market. Yeah. So in theory, the less he would take. Yeah. Right? Yep. So it's kind of interesting where it's like, you know, do you want him to have a great season? 
do you want him to have a weak season? You know, I land kind of somewhere in the middle where, I, you know, I want the team to do really well. But, you know, I'd love to see Miller stick around. I think he's such a core piece of this team. And I've always been in the camp of don't trade Miller. Yeah. I've, ne- I've stood by that all, the whole time. I don't want to see them trade him. I'm shocked that they haven't, but I don't want to see them trade him. And I think if he has a pedestrian season, there is a reality where he expects less money. I but don't see it. I, I don't. The, the way that a player like him operates, one bad season isn't going to bring down his value that much. I think he would take that right to the open market if the Canucks still didn't give him what he wanted. And again, I like Miller. I would like him to stay on this team. I just don't see the money working, and I'm concerned about the length of contract he wants. Mm-hmm. Nothing against him at all. I, I'd love him to stay. I just I don't see it happening, and I think the best move for this team to build a contender is to get what assets they can for him while he's worth as much as he is. The, the tough part is, though, is the Canucks are now in a position where they don't want to trade Miller for futures, right? Right. They no, want they, a roster want, player yeah. for a roster player. Yeah. And trades like that very rarely happen at the high end, right? But a, a, say a team that is really pushing for the cup right now who's trying to add him, they would probably have to do that anyway just as a money move, right? They, they're not going to be able to fit. Yeah, sure, he's only, what, $5.5 million this year mm-hmm. after that. And if you want him for anything more than a rental, you need to clear cap space. Yeah. So that that's why I would hope that they would be able to get a roster player. It sounds like they want a roster player, a prospect, and a first is the asking price. So. Mm-hmm. I hope they can get it. I guess that's all I'll say. Is no, I, I, I think really that's don't. the best thing for them. I don't think they will. Yeah. You know? I, it's funny. Like, I think their best option is... Now, obviously, we never get this kind of return. But it's like a Kachuk-Huberto uh, kind of trade. Yeah. Right? Like well, that, that direction. set a bit of a market. Mm-hmm. Right? It, yeah. Something like that would be awesome. But again, that's still just bringing in another big-name piece. You'd have to hope, I guess, it would be a defenseman. But I don't really see... Mm. where you'd go with that but yeah. I don't know and there's also another option you well to find a team that would have enough cap space for this is a bit a bit of a, a task but you could try to lump him in with Myers right I've seen some mm-hmm. mock trades like that but everyone always does that they're like oh we have a really good player that wants out and a really shitty player we want out let's just yeah. bundle them together for nothing yeah. and it's I, I don't know. I, I see those mock trades a lot. Mm-hmm. I don't see them happen in real life too yeah. often. No, the problem is that would clear 11 million. It right. would clear 11 million. It'd be enough million. To, to give players the, the raise that they're going to need next year. Yeah. And maybe bring in another talent. Yeah. The next right? two years, there's going to be a lot of players that need to get re-upped. Exactly. So, yeah. that's I, I trust uh, Rutherford and Alvin, though. They Or Alvin. Sorry, I keep calling him Alvin. <laughs> I, I, uh, yeah, I, I trust them. So far, I've liked just about every move they've made, so... Well, they haven't made many. They have not made many, but so far what they have done, I've gone, okay, I like the direction they're trying to go in. And they've been pretty blunt about it too. So mm-hmm. hopefully that continues, but yeah. you never know, right? Well, the Mikheyev deal got a little bit... Yeah, that one, I mean, it was steep. But yeah. again, he turned down higher offers from other teams because he wanted to come here. Yeah. So that, that to me sounds like, okay, maybe people say it, he's overpaid and maybe he is a little bit. But he took a pay cut to be here. Mm-hmm. So I can always respect that and say, okay, then maybe maybe the market for him was a bit higher than we thought. How many years is that contract? Do you remember? Was it four? Yeah. It's like it's like nearly five million. Yeah, that's it's yeah. like four seven something yeah, yeah. for yeah. Huh. Yeah. It, it'll be interesting. I guess it depends 
they, they're paying him for the player they want him to be. Yeah. I think not the player he is. And that's always the risk is you have to hope he lives up to the player you want him to be. Mm-hmm. I think he's in, on the right team for it, though. There's openings on this roster. Oh, for right? sure. This training camp in September is going to be a really interesting camp to follow. Yeah. You know? Hopefully I just, I'll be able to get out to some of it. It'll, right. it'll all be in the area, too. I think yeah. some of it... I don't remember if it's in Whistler this year. Mm. Either way, we'll definitely be able to find a day yeah. where we can go out, take a look, maybe yeah. even get some videos and stuff while we're there. Yeah, and if any of you listening go out, please take videos. Send yeah. them to us. We'll put them on our story because it is awesome getting to see some yeah. of that stuff going on. And we can't afford a camera guy. So. <laughs> yeah, we can't afford a field reporter. Well, another field reporter. Yeah. No, send Alex. <laughs> hey, you got a He's day unpaid. off next week? Hey, just... You might head down to UBC for the day. Thanks. Take the day off work. Yeah. Take the day off. Yeah, We're not what, comping what, you. Yeah. What, what job? You're an intern anyway. Yeah. Unpaid. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, uh, what do you think we should uh, move on? Cover some more stuff? Yeah, I guess. Uh, again, you've been a bit more in touch with the news this week than I have, given yeah. my circumstance. So uh, yeah. what, what would you like to talk about? You, so there's a story that I'd really love to touch on, but I'm upset that Tyler isn't here because I think this is something that he would love to talk about. Okay. But actually, you know what? We haven't even addressed why he isn't here. Oh, right. He's on the road again <laughs> yeah. because this guy, like, he's like a ping pong ball. He does not stay in one spot for no. any length of time. No. He, he just bounces around exactly, all over the place. Yeah. So he's, yeah, I think he's on the island or something now. He said it's raining. So that's Tyler's weather report. Yeah. Yeah, it's like the guy, he was back for, what, like 30 seconds, and then he's gone again? Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, he, which is, I guess, news to you guys. Uh, he was in, in uh, Coquitlam, uh, like, a couple days ago, working on a job. Yeah. And then uh, we saw him briefly, and then he took off again. Yeah, so. he visited me once in hospital, then texted yeah. me the next day. He's like, oh, by the way, I'm going to the <laughs> island. Yeah, see ya. All right, see ya. So, who knows when he'll be back, but as soon as the hockey season starts, you better believe that he'll be much more involved than he has been. Yeah, 100%. Uh, work has just been crazy for that guy. Yeah, it sounds like it should be calming down, though, pretty soon. Yeah, so. hopefully. You can, you can expect a lot more in-studio Tyler yes. in the future. And on stream. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we gotta get back to those, man. Yeah, well, I mean, I think we talked about how we wanted to do some uh, World Junior coverage of the streams. And we might still be able to do that. Yeah, yeah. so... You know, keep, like I said, if you want any updates on what our plans are, we always post all our stuff on Instagram. So follow us there, and that's where you'll be able to get either a hold of us or find out what we're up to. Which is at Vancouver Boys Podcast. That it is for the second time, if you didn't already know that. Yeah. Uh, okay, so, you know, on the topic of the World Juniors, uh, we are currently halfway through the round robin of the world juniors oh my god are we that far in yeah i have not seen a game yet yeah every team's played two games so wow okay uh the big story here though is the attendance yes. nobody is going there is you watch games high profile teams nobody's there yeah i i mean i come from a, a bit of a hockey family or everyone in my family's big fans and uh, I have someone visiting Edmonton right now from my family who didn't even realize the juniors were on, let alone in the city that he's visiting. And then, yeah, I saw one quick picture from one of the Canada games, and it was just, it was kind of embarrassing, mm-hmm. honestly. Like, I remember when the juniors were here, me and you went to a game. That we did, yeah. And it was like a pre-tournament game and a packed 18,000-seat Rogers Arena, just full. Mm-hmm. 
this was a round robin game that Team Canada was also in, and it looked from the picture I saw anyway. I haven't seen any of the games. It looked like it was half capacity, and it's just I think a lot of it is just the advertising mm-hmm. and the time of year, of course. But mm-hmm. they they have done a very poor job of marketing this tournament since they adjusted the dates. Yeah, I mean, like I've seen pictures from I think it was like USA Finland or something. Right. No, I don't think it was that because I don't think they played each other. Oh, are you talking about the? It was like Slovakia and um, the Czech, Czech Republic. Yeah, Czech. Yeah, maybe. Anyway, it was like two game, two teams where it's like they were evenly matched, and yeah. the game ended up being like a one goal game. And I think there might have been six people in the stands. Yeah, I saw the final like the tally on that mm-hmm. was like 600 actually but oh, still okay. 600 people in an eighteen thousand seat stadium yeah. looks like six people yeah it was just pathetic and it's like man you know canada's never gonna get to host world juniors again if they can't get people out to the games yeah well i i think again that'll all change when we go back to having the tournament when it's supposed to be like yeah. around christmas time in the middle of hockey season yeah so, for sure yeah this also goes i don't know if you remember this that gary bettman i think it was last year was trying to petition the olympics to make hockey a summer sport so it wouldn't interfere with the league yeah this is all the proof you need to literally never do that. <laughs> exactly it, it just doesn't work mm-hmm also think of where they host summer olympics like south america and yeah. places like that you're not drawing hockey crowds there but that's a whole nother issue for a whole nother time you're also not building an ice rink no well i mean they have the basketball uh rinks i guess it's not that hard to put ice in them but. i mean i'm not familiar with facilities but i can't see an ice rink in rio de janeiro working out no no that's true too yeah no i i, I don't i don't like the idea right but anyway again problem for another time Maybe. but yeah the attendance sucks has there been anything else notable about these juniors or uh okay so this is something that i thought was kind of interesting which i don't know if you even know about so canada and latvia that was like the first game of canada's uh, round robin right they were tied at one after the first period I remember seeing that going, what the hell? You know, they should be winning 5 nothing by the end of the first period. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, Mm -hmm. I mean, good for Latvia, I guess. Did we end up winning the game? That they did, yeah. Do you know what the final was? Of that game off the top of my head, I do not remember. But it was what you would imagine. Oh, okay. 6-2. Yeah, You know, 5-1, something like that. Okay. Um, So, obviously, they did turn it on. And in their second game against Slovakia, why don't you just throw a dart, see what you hit. What do you think the final score was? I mean, Slovakia, I don't know if they're that much better than Latvia. I, okay. I would guess, like... You know, they don't have players like Uri Slavkovsky or Simon Nemec. Okay, I guess... Okay, all right, all right. I, I guess maybe, like, seven to four. I meant that literally. Like, they don't have them. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. They're not at the tournament. The only player that's there that's notable is um, Tyler's favorite player, Petrovsky. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that guy? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, so anyway, seven to four. 11 to 1. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, that, but that's what we've come to expect of Canada and the Route Robins, though, right? They I just guess, yeah. demolish a country the size of Newfoundland. <laughs> it's every year, right? Mm-hmm. That's why they always spark the debate about having two different tournaments with, like, different sets of teams. Because you're right. That's not a lot of fun for the... You said it was Slovakia, right? Mm-hmm. You know, Slovaks aren't really walking out of there going, Ah, can't wait for next year. <laughs> yeah. You know? But I think lately Slovakia has had a lot more impact because of those players that are getting drafted really high. So I think a lot of people were expecting 
you know, more out of Slovakia. Yeah, but I mean, it's tough when those exact players are not in the tournament. <laughs> yeah. like, I guess so. I guess that's yeah. another big thing about this tournament is that there's a lot of players missing. A lot of names. You know, Caden yeah. Gooley and Owen Power both aren't here and they were, you know, in the winter. Well, I mean, the, the thing is, even in the normal world juniors, like people talk about, yeah, I guess they're going to hold all their players back because they want them on the roster. People forget about the guys that aren't in the NHL or aren't regulars, you know, just guys that they have kind of in the background. They go, you know what? Yeah, go, go play some games, get the experience. Whereas now the teams, and that's why we thought this would have better rosters. So we thought, oh good, the teams aren't going to hold their players back. What we totally forgot to take into consideration is that now the teams want those same players for training camps to evaluate them. Mm-hmm. They want to see how they gel with the team and how yeah. they stack up in the drills. And so there was a whole different arsenal of reasons for why they didn't send players this year. Mm-hmm. So it ended up making, I wouldn't say the rosters are much different than they would have been if, if it was midseason, yeah. right? If anything, they're worse. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, uh, it's unfortunate because that was one thing I think a lot of us were looking forward to was hopefully just some stacked rosters, like, you know, like a lockout year almost. But yeah. uh, unfortunately, that is not the case. Well, there is one person that's really benefited from this, and that is Connor Bedard. He has looked like a man amongst boys out there. Yes, but he did that too in the few games he played in the half tournament that went on in yeah. December. He scored was it five <laughs> goals in one game? Was it four? Yeah, but it was. I think against, it was five. It was against Denmark or someone. Yeah, who cares? The last player to do that was Gretzky. <laughs> anyway, I'm sure he didn't do that against Russia either. You know? Well, yeah. Uh, I mean, I'll have to look. You know, but I think I, it was I, Norway. Okay, so that's my point. You wouldn't look at that and go, oh, this guy's a bum. He can only score against Norway. It's Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, 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 think, I think Bedard is looking just fine. No, well, we'll see. But anyway, I think uh, I'm excited to see Bedard play against some real competition, though. Yeah. He and Mason McTavish looks, look ridiculous together, though. Yeah. I mean, those guys have some wicked chemistry. You know, and and they both play a style of game that complements each other. Yeah. You know, if if somehow the ducks, there is not up, a chance the ducks are finishing that low. Yeah, well, like I mean, the draft gonna, lottery exists. Yeah, so. that's true. They they're gonna have a, a rough season. I I don't know if they'll. I I think they'd have to really fluke out to end up with the first overall pick. I mean, after if they've been watching the World Juniors, they might think to themselves. You know, one week a year might not be such a bad thing. That'd be They're funny, not winning too. the cup. <laughs> like, imagine you're kind of a rebuilding team. You're not really sure of your identity. You watch one game of the World Juniors. Blow it up. We don't even have anything. <laughs> just blow it up. Well, I mean, they did just sign Klingberg. Yeah, that's true. Not right. a good move if you're right. looking for Bedard. They still have Shattenkirk. They, sh- they should have signed Myers instead. They should have traded him. Gibson. Yeah. Right. Uh, goalies are They're at a, a hot commodity. Yeah. 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 Every time goalies come up, I just think about the Toronto goalie situation. <laughs> I know. They, they went from Campbell, which you think, okay, he can have good games, but he's inconsistent. Yeah. And then, oh my God. They <laughs> Matt, Matt Murray. <laughs> and you go, okay, he's consistent, but he's consistently terrible. So, you know. Yeah. Ilya Samsonov, who's kind of like a fringe NHLer at this point. Yeah. Oh, man. I will never get sick of talking about that goalie situation. It's just, it's insane how that is a contender. Like, they they consider themselves a contender. Well, not anymore. They with don't. That, they shouldn't. Tandem. They got worse, and they couldn't win around in the last 20 <laughs> years, and they got worse. Yeah. And they've made the playoffs every year for seven consecutive years. Yeah. If you count the bubble. Which playoff. I don't. They missed that year. 
But they were also knocked out in the first round. I want it both ways. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, that that's tough. But, I mean, I, I'm... Yeah, that, that whole situation. I, I still remember in the playoffs last year, there was concerns about if Jack Campbell would even be healthy for the Tampa series. Mm-hmm. And I will never forget Steve Dangle's rant about that on, on one of his videos. Oh, I don't remember. It was like it was kind of like a preview video for the playoffs. Okay. And he said something to the effect of like, oh, I cannot wait to see all the starting goalie stats about Andre Vasilevsky and then hear Craig Simpson go, and in the other net, we have Carter Hutton. yeah yeah just then show the one highlight from 2012 (laughs) yeah oh man Uh, anyway so it's it sounds yeah a whole whole nightmare there exactly well on the topic of goalies Mm -hmm. why don't we talk about tyler's favorite goalie robin leonard ah uh not such hot news coming out of vegas on the robin leonard front he will miss the entirety of this season with, I believe it is a hip injury. Yeah, so this I actually did see earlier. It was just a hip surgery. And uh, man, that is tough, mm-hmm. you know. I I mean, I definitely don't have anything against Leonard. I know I can't speak for Tyler mm-hmm. because Tyler wants to beat the shit out of him. He for... wants like a like a Logan Paul style boxing match. <laughs> <No. laughs> it's like, what the hell, dude? Yeah, he might be waiting at least a year for that too. Well, maybe not. <laughs> maybe Robin Leonard needs to collect some side income while yeah, he's on we'll, the ice. We'll see. But either <laughs> also, way. I'm not kidding. Like Tyler has literally I know. said that. He's out called loud. him out. He he's wants like, to do it. He wants a, a like. Yeah. I, I think Leonard's crazier than he gives him credit for. Man, I would not want to get in the ring with that guy. Yeah, Robin Leonard. I think is, like goalies are crazy, but Robin Leonard is crazy for crazy goalies. Yeah, you know. Yeah, he he set a new standard there. Exactly, but. And he's not like Marc Andre Fleury crazy. He's like, like more Conor McGregor crazy. Where yeah, you're like kind of off the wall. Like yeah, you don't really know what's going to happen next. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, unpredictable crazy. Yeah, that's a scary kind of crazy, man. Yeah, exactly. But anyway, no, that's uh, obviously awful news for him. Awful news for the Golden Knights, mm. and uh, it kind of blows the Pacific wide open a little bit. I mean, we talked before about how Vegas seemed to not be doing so good and like it was looking in their off season like they were getting a lot worse and I mean say what you want this is a huge hit to them and I I really it's an issue I don't see how they fix because as for the goalie market everything kind of got taken care of at the beginning of free agency from what I know there's no more big names floating around as far as goalies go yeah so they're either gonna have to hit the lottery with a backup style goalie who can come in and perform like a Bennington situation, mm-hmm. uh, or I think they are missing the playoffs. This is a huge issue, I think. What, you don't have uh, any confidence in Laurent Brossois or Michael oh Hutchinson? My... <laughs> yeah, not exactly. Yeah. No, that's a, it's a really tough situation for Vegas. And again, I just, for me, the biggest problem is I don't see how they address it, right? They don't have a big prospect in the pipelines. All the big name goalies are gone. This could be a situation. Is Jack Eichel just the next Matt Duchesne? Just everywhere he goes falls apart. All right. Let's not. Talk. <laughs> Come on, man. Dude, he, he jumps from Colorado, who yeah. just won the Stanley Cup, by the way. Okay, four and years says, later. And, right. And says, I'm, I want to go somewhere where there's a future. That was like a direct quote from him. Well, so okay, he goes to if Ottawa. He, if he hadn't wheels left, fall off. If he had not left Colorado, they wouldn't have had a future. Because they got a king's ransom they for did. him, and they that's did. how they pivoted it into a 
a cup. That's so. true. But but I don't know if it's all not like it's not like if he would have stayed, he would have won the cup, right? I I well, I would have had a better chance than with Ottawa. <laughs> okay, well here's the thing: he didn't go from um, from Colorado to Ottawa, and then that was it. Then he went to Columbus, who swept. I always forget that he was on that team. What do you, mean? you don't remember the, the three months he was there, <laughs> no, dude? It that's I honestly feel like I barely remember that. Yeah, yeah, he was there but, for like three months in 2019. Yeah, and was a huge part of one of the biggest upsets in NHL history. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And then they proceeded to do what? I think they lost to Boston in the second round. Yeah, but they got swept. That no, was no, I yes, think they got swept. That was the year where every team in the East went sweep, or the team that won. Yeah, the. Because they swept the Tampa Bay Lightning, okay. they got swept by the Bruins, and then I forget. No, yeah, I no, you're... it wasn't. They played a different team because then Boston swept who they played in the third round, and then Carolina. it went to the yeah. It was Carolina. It was Carolina. That's right. Yeah. That that was the year where every team kept getting swept in the East. Oh, oh well, whatever. Anyway, yeah. Sorry, it's a useless debate now. <laughs> but point being. He, what was the where, point? Where, where did I start with this? About Matt Duchesne, right? Oh no, teams. just how Jack Eichel, just ah, everywhere. Right, he, Eichel. Like Jack Eichel, you thought when he went to Vegas, like wow, like we were genuinely scared of that. Yeah. And then they missed the playoffs, and now it kind of looks again way too early prediction here, like they're gonna miss again. I don't know, man. They've got too many big talents on that team. You know, they still have Stone Eichel. Petrangelo, Theodore, like they still have really high end talent. Right, but they're um, gonna have to pick one of those to put on LTIR again. No, I think they're under. Oh wait, the they'll have Leonard on LTIR. What am I thinking? I Never think they're mind. under the salary cap anyway. Right, but yeah, honestly, I think you're exactly right with the whole hoping they hit the lottery with a freaking backup. Like, like I, quite honestly, their options are Laurent Brossois, who we know isn't going to be a good option. Yeah, he, you know he's he's bounced around the league for years. Michael Hutchinson, who we know from his time in Toronto, yeah. he's absolutely not an option. No. So that leaves Yuri Patera and then the very recently signed Logan Thompson. Who's, yeah. You know, I have i haven't seen much of him, but, you know, he's 25, so he's just barely coming into his yeah. his own as a goalie. So it's like, they have options, but who knows, man. I don't know, Demko's 26. But Is he really? Yeah. Huh. He's older than I thought he was. I thought he was like 24. Not a little bit older than that. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, that's uh, definitely tough news for Vegas. I'm mm-hmm. it, interested to see what ends up happening there. Yeah. Um, more on the injury front. Uh, in the last week, the recently acquired Max Pacioretty tore his Achilles and is now going to be out for at least six months, which means that he won't come back to the Carolina Hurricanes until March. Yeah, that's tough because of how much they gave up for him. <laughs> which was future considerations. Yes. And what, what else? Didn't Vegas had something else too? Was it Patch Ready and like it was either a yeah, prospect? Yeah, it was like, or like Dylan Coughlin or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it was like a, a C level prospect. Yeah. But either way, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, obviously tough news for the Canes. You can joke all you want about they didn't pay anything for him, but mm-hmm. still, that's an acquisition they were banking on having. Yeah. And now they just don't. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, he's obviously a serviceable player. He's oh, yeah. quite good. And, Better than uh, that. That's tough. That's again. That'll change some predictions for how you're looking at these teams finishing. What even I would say with a team like that, it affects their cup chances. Oh, for sure. Yeah. You know, like they didn't sign anyone in free agency. 
Well, I'm sure they made minor signings, but yeah, they didn't go out and no get any names. big fish, right? Yeah. They got their, their players via trade with Brent Burns and Max Pacioretty. And to lose yeah. one of them, you know, for such a huge portion of time, you know, and also a, a torn Achilles is a really serious injury to have to train to come back from too, right? Yeah. Like, he's not going to come back at, at, at playoff speed. So, you know, it's it's a horrible blow for the team. It's an even worse blow for Pacioretty. Um you know, I just hope that he can recover and come back and, and be the player that he once was again. Yeah, of course. I mean, you know, I've, I've said before, I've always kind of had a bit of a soft spot for the Montreal Canadiens. So, of course, I watched him a lot when he played there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I see how well-respected of a player he is. And uh, it's always tough when you see someone like that go out. So, obviously, you hope the best for him and uh, hope he can get back to playing like himself as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. And speaking of playing like themselves as soon as possible uh that's probably going to do it for this week's episode and hopefully we will return to playing as our typical selves as possible as soon as possible yeah of course again sorry this was a bit of a weird episode but it honestly i got out of the hospital i was like man let we got to do something like (laughs) i've been going brain numb while i was in there that was a long time to do nothing yeah let's talk hockey (laughs) yeah i'm really glad we got to do this and Mm -hmm. again sorry for those of you who expect our normal episodes and what those are yeah this obviously wasn't that but it felt good to talk hockey felt good to be back and again i just actually do want to thank you guys for all the support we got tons of messages on our social media and uh, i want you to know i read them and i really appreciate them so thank you guys who reached out and just uh, rest easy knowing that I am fine. Well, I don't know. I don't know what you want to say. <laughs> you are. You're, you're I'm, fine. I'm all good. I'm <laughs> fine. I'm fine. <laughs> you know, leave me alone. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so uh, I think that's probably going to do it from this week. Uh, from us this week. If you want to uh, follow us on Instagram, uh, TikTok, Twitch, uh, or YouTube, we're at Vancouver Boys Podcast. And you can follow Tyler, as always, <laughs> yeah. at Vancouver Boys underscore on Twitter. Um, like Marcus said, it means the world to us that you guys support us as much as you do. If you've hung around uh, and listened to this whole episode, thank you so much. You're a big part of the reason why we do this. Um, we love doing it, and uh, yeah, we will hopefully see you guys in a more typical podcast episode next week. Yes, that's right. So, yeah, so thanks for hanging out with us. See you on the next one. God, that feels weird. <laughs> yeah, I oh, I hate that. <laughs> uh, <yeah>. Bye. Yeah, peace. <laughs> <laughs>